Hello and welcome to the Candy Spare Story podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Grover, and today we are talking with Patty and Justin from Packs for Cold Backs. Guys, thanks for so much for being on today. Yeah, thank yeah, you for absolutely. having us. Oh, I'm so excited to have you guys. I've been following you on Instagram for a while, and it's just your work is so inspiring. I just think that it's really powerful. Um, so I would love to talk a little bit about your mission and how you've brought it to Phoenix and what you do, basically. Sure. Um, I'll let Patty take over on that one because she's actually the one that got me involved. So sure, yeah, <laughs> go for it. So really what we do on just a surface level, we get our volunteers together, we pack backpacks, we go out and we hand out supplies. But really there's a deeper level to it where it's not just about the backpacks. We really want to take time to build human connections with the homeless people in our population and in our communities just to give them that sense of belonging and let them know that there's people who care. Yeah, absolutely. Ending that negative stigma, I think, is huge and empowering individuals to know that they're not a second-class citizen, and I think that's the biggest part. Exactly. Um, so here at Can You Spare a Story, we're all about the story. Um, I'd love to hear about your guys' story a little bit. I know that you are in multiple states now, so I'd love to hear like how it started and how it actually came here to Phoenix. Yeah, so it actually started Christmas a couple years back. Um, Our CEO, Artie, was going out and handing out backpacks, and he spent time with one gentleman in particular who asked him why he was doing this, why he was spending his time on Christmas Day handing out this backpack and making those connections. And Artie just had the opportunity to explain that it's all about spreading the awareness and spreading the love that we have and yeah. connecting with people. So that's really our origin story. Started out with one backpack on a Christmas day. And since then, we went to Seattle. We have a branch there. We have the branch here in Phoenix. So expanding and just sharing that love. That's amazing. That's um, So how did you guys get involved with it? What made you want to spread the love? Yeah, so I actually met Artie through work. We were coworkers, and he just brought me out one weekend and told me he was getting together six or seven people, and we were going to go hand out these backpacks. And on a personal level, I was really looking to build a sense of community here for myself in Phoenix, Mm -hmm. and this seemed like a great opportunity to do that. And then while we were out, we met this homeless gentleman outside of a McDonald's named Everett, and he was nearly blind. And we approached him with a sandwich and with a backpack and started talking to him. And he just broke down in tears, telling us about his family and his story and how he got to Phoenix. And I just felt this strong, strong human connection with him. So put my hand on his shoulder, took that opportunity just to let him know he wasn't alone. That's amazing. that was it for me. I just knew I wanted to be a part of this organization after meeting Everett. Yeah. And it's crazy how one person can change your story and really just get you so involved in impacting other people's lives. Justin, how about you? How did you get involved? Um, So I actually got involved with Patty. She reached out to me after Artie had invited her out. Um, Same event. And um, I met Everett as well. Um, But for me, I got involved mainly because Um, I grew up in the church, and um, a big thing that we would constantly do is go out on these missions trips, and it was always 
super um, forward-facing with your religion. Everything was for religion and packs for full backs just kind of took that um, part out of all of this yeah. and just made it about the people. Um, and for me, that was the that was the biggest connection for me was, you know, finding that, um, the, again, like she was saying, that human connection with people um, outside of the need to give any kind of agenda out to those people as well. Let them know that we're there to listen to their story and they have a story that needs or deserves to be heard. Um, and seeing that all come kind of come to fruition, that's why I got involved. Um, and then in June of last year, I was asked to kind of take a step up in the ranks and, um, you know, put a little bit more effort forward on my side and be a director here in Arizona. And I've loved every second of it. Um, so I guess the long and short of it is Patty got me involved. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I, and I think you raise a really amazing point because so often, I mean, when I go out, I hear, what do you, what can I give back to you? Like, what do you, what do you want in return for you giving me this? And I'm, it's normally ne- nothing. I don't want to, I don't want to spread my mission to you. I don't want to put my thoughts or beliefs on you. I want you to think for yourself and I just want to connect with you. So I think that's huge. Taking out that religion side of it is huge. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. we, we need that. We need people to believe in a higher power. But I think allowing people to think for themselves is huge as well. Yeah, and it's nice going out and being able to meet these people and connect with them. And there's just no agenda with it. Yeah, It's just about giving them a moment to feel connected with and to share their story. So that's amazing. It's valuable. Yeah. So I'd love to, you mentioned that you're a director here in Arizona. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your role um, in this organization. What do you, what is your title and what do you do? What does that tell? Yeah. So we're both technically, I think our title is co-directors. Um, yeah i don't know if it really makes a difference (laughs) it's not like we're flying solo or anything but we operate as a team um one of the big elements is preparing for the event so getting all the supplies doing all the big grocery trips so we can provide food items in our backpacks um we also do volunteer outreach to try and get other people involved through whatever mechanism that might be And then there is a fundraising element to it as well. So it's really about setting up the events and then driving awareness about what we want to do and how we're trying to do that. That is so amazing. I I just think like you guys have such a unique role that so many Mm -hmm. people would love to do around the U.S. and would love to have their own chapter. I think that's amazing. Um, So I would love, I saw on your website that it's in multiple cities. And how do those cities work together to serve and how are you expanding? So we're always collaborating with each other just to share ideas, share stories, things that have worked, things that haven't worked. Um, We have a meeting with all of us together, usually through like some sort of video chat, and we all get together to talk about what went well, how we're reaching out to our volunteers, different fundraising things that we're all working on. And so part of it is just having the support, knowing that we're all in this together and just being able to have people who we can talk to, who understand the different elements of it. So as I was saying before, like I really wanted that sense of community and that's exactly what I've gotten. Just having the support of the directors in Sacramento and in Seattle. So it's been great. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, it's just so powerful. So how many people do you guys think you've served just in the Phoenix chapter? Mm, we can try to do the quick math on that. Yeah, I would say... 36, 36, 36, 40, 40. 
wow, math is not my strong suit. <laughs> or is it four times 36? No, because we did 40 the last time. So I would mm-hmm. say probably about 160 backpacks over the course of 2019. Yeah. Wow, that is amazing. That is so powerful. So what do you think is next? What do you guys want to do? How- oh, man. Um, Such a great question yeah. because <laughs> we have so much freedom to determine yeah. what we want to do here in Phoenix. Like We all operate under the same mission in Sacramento, Seattle, and Phoenix, but we also have a lot of opportunity to drive initiatives that we personally are connected to. Yeah. I mean, um, one of the big things for me is, um, partnerships. Um, the next step for me is partnering with companies like, uh, you know, can you spare a story or other nonprofits that are looking to do the same mission, um, and moving forward with them on the same level and, um, as partners and, you know, be able to spread this mission and the kindness that we all want to spread individually as one solidified unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really the the next big step for us is kind of start moving forward with some partnerships and, um, you know, bringing happiness and, and awareness to the yeah. community that's so, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Marginal, underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think that I think that the nonprofit industry is so competitive. We're mm-hmm. all. It always always seems like we're working for towards the same goal, but against each other. Mm-hmm. So I think that that collaboration is huge because we're all trying to empower these individuals and we're yeah. all trying to work together. So I think that ending that competitiveness and mm-hmm. just working together, I think that's a huge aspect that so yeah. many of us need to bring to the table. Absolutely. Exactly, and I think. The biggest thing about partnering with other organizations here in Phoenix is we're all so much stronger when we work together. So we might be handing out backpacks and supplies, but maybe we can partner with somebody who can help us look at initiatives like getting people into housing, um, different facilities, maybe job networking. So all of those things are things we're considering because, again, like just when we all work together, we're stronger. We can accomplish so much more. Yeah, I mean, even partnerships outside of 501c3s or nonprofits are awesome. Like just getting socks. Yeah. Um, one of our sponsors actually donated a bunch of socks for our Sacramento Christmas event. He's actually down here in Phoenix. Um, really awesome company. I don't know if I can plug him here. Or not. Yeah, no, anyway. <laughs> um, but it's Flocks Customs, and they actually have some incredible socks. And he just gave 160 pairs for nothing but a receipt and it was awesome just to kind of have that company come behind us and say I believe in what you're doing this is how I can help um let's dive in together and we've been super tight since so yeah very cool to watch companies come together and kind of circle around us as we move forward and when the community embraces your mission that just makes you go I want to fight for this more Mm -hmm. like there are so many people rallying behind me and I think that homelessness is such a large issue that it can't be solved by one or two people. We all have to work together and bring mm-hmm. our unique skills to attack such a large social issue. So I think that's an amazing aspect to bring to it. Mm-hmm. Well, how can our listeners get involved both here in Phoenix and around the country? Sure. Yeah, first and foremost, I think just coming out with us. We would love the opportunity to bring out more people, show them what we do. Yeah, we want to meet you. Yeah, exactly. Give you the opportunity to connect with these people and really reach out in your community. So first and foremost, we'd love to do that. Justin and I are pretty much always available 24-7. So if anybody wants to reach out, definitely don't hesitate. 
Yeah, so. I think that's and being open is huge. Um, so, do you have social media channels? How can we get in contact with you? Yeah, so we have our website, uh, packsforcoldbacks.org. We also have a Facebook page, uh, Instagram, and pretty much any of those are great ways to reach out to us. Amazing. Yes, so you heard it here. Go reach out. You don't have to be scared. There's so many individuals who want to serve. So let's all work together to collaborate on this. Um, one last question. I, I love your guys' name of this organization. I mean, Hacks for Cold Backs. I mean, it's so simple, but it's also so – it's just uh, – I really am – appreciative of it so what how did that come to be I mean why why did you choose that I think it really comes back to that day on Christmas that already went out like that first backpack with that first gentleman I think is really the origin story of all of this so that's how it came to be I love that and I think that I think that's amazing I mean backpacks are something that we get asked for so often because you're literally carrying your whole life in Mm -hmm. one place on your back and you guys get to supply that you get to supply the holder of everything that these individuals own so thank you so much for the work you do and thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today of course thank you so much we're big fans of you as well so we appreciate the time